Hello, everybody. We're back. Scott Framiller and Shelly Netco on The Knot. And we're going to talk about attach to nothing. Mm-hmm. And your favorite quote is what? Attachment leads to suffering. Attach, it does. Yes. So I think we've touched on this one before. I, I think we, we had a, a short discussion on I know it we talked about point. attachment styles, which yes. is obviously different. But this one is more about if you're attached to the idea of an outcome, you're attached to a person bringing you happiness, mm-hmm. you're attached to thinking that your job is a source of your happiness or anything like that. Or money or... <clears throat> money, yeah, anything. Material mm-hmm. things, whatever. Um, then that leads to suffering. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, worry and all those types of things. Okay, sure. so so um, you get out of a relationship and we like use the term narcissism and sociopath and all that crap, whatever. Sure. So you get a relationship and there's always healing, whether it's, whether it's a good breakup or a bad breakup or whatever, there's always like a process of like a restart or reset or whatever. Mm-hmm. And having the ability to do that is that you're not attached, right? Like you didn't lose your identity because you left a job or a relationship or whatever because you weren't attached to it. That's not who you are. Right. Right. And therefore it's not attached to any kind of type of joy or happiness. So the question is, is like, you know, what are the things that bring you joy? And I would say 90% of the time, it's not about like a financial thing or it's not about a thing. Mm -hmm. It's about like something that you can do that doesn't cost anything. Well, but I think we have to back it up because people stay too long because they're overly attached to the idea of the relationship. The fantasy. That isn't serving them. Well, they attach to a fantasy. Right. Which nothing not reality. Right. So the idea of I'm in a relationship, therefore I'm happy, but they're not happy at all. So they stay in the relationship because of the label, mm-hmm. which has nothing mm-hmm. to do with their happiness. Well, think about that for a minute, right? Like if if you're not if you if you're not attached to anything, then you wouldn't stay. You wouldn't even have the fantasy. Right. Isn't that it's so funny? Like if you don't even if you don't have any care at all about that. Mm-hmm. Right, then you don't have you don't have to suffer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing, and also being able to be alone, right, and loving yourself. You're not attached to anything because you get the love that you need from yourself. You get like everything you need from within. Right, um, and we have talked about that a number of times. Mm-hmm. But when we say this attachment deal, attached to nothing, mm-hmm. is huge, like huge, huge. So when you when you coach. Um, you know, like one of the examples we had on the show earlier, mm-hmm. like you're, how do you teach that? Like, how do you even fucking give that concept? I almost dropped my movie. Um, how do you, where's that concept? How do you well, even I think bring, bring I think that? in an example like that, um, specifically even, would be when someone is in a heartbreak, breakup situation, post-breakup, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, transition, and they're, they're, losing their identity as someone who's in that partnership because that's what happens. So, yes, it might even be my choice, but the other person might have made the choice for me. Mm-hmm. And you have to detach from your idea of being a partner because when you're in a partnership, you become somebody who's with someone. Mm-hmm. And it's that grieving process that we both are very familiar with but in, in that process, you detach from many things. The, maybe a friend group, the idea of um, being a wife or a husband or a boyfriend or girlfriend, the idea of your lifestyle, the idea of all the things that were wrapped around that. You know, it's 
everything that 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 um, embodied, and people just think that it's, you know, oh, pack my shit and move. But no, you have to detach in many layers from what that means, mm -hmm. and that's why it's so painful. And then at the same time, allow yourself to grieve, and then the next step is leave room for self-love because that comes after mm -hmm. grieving. Mm -hmm. I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And, and yeah, man, you, you know, you say that over and over and over and over and over, but until you've done it and actually been present and conscious doing it, you don't get right. it. And I'm not saying like people don't get it. I'm just saying like, you know, we always, in my fifties and I didn't get it until yeah. this last, I mean, I didn't really understand that whole process until this last year. Sure. And could have somebody taught you that? I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I, you could coach I think we learn when we're it. ready. Maybe, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like when it's time and you figure that out. Mm -hmm. So so say this, for example. Say, like, you know, you talk about mental health and you talk about growth and being in a healthy relationship. And, you know, in the case of we talked about previously too, so you have a couple that raises a family together. How do you not grow into that? Like, how do you not grow into that attachment? Because you're totally attached to that outcome. You know nothing else. Like you forgot right. everything that there ever was, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying this is everybody, mm -hmm. but you know, you, you meet somebody when you're young in your 20s or whatever, you're married for 35 years mm -hmm. or you have four kids or three kids or two kids and some grandkids and mm -hmm. you know, the list goes on. Like how do you not attach to that? Think about that for a minute. That's fucking hard. Like if you lost that, right. that's like such a life change. Well, I think in- But it would still apply. Right, it still applies because I I think in in that example, which is true with every example of partnership, is you can't lose yourself. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. which a lot of people do, um, you know, they they go into something and you know fall in love, whatever the situation is, and they completely push all of their needs aside, and. Some people even take on the other person's interests as their identity. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen that where it's like, um, you know, say a, um, a, a young female and, and she gets into a relationship with a guy who's a car guy. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, my God, I love cars. And she never liked cars before. But she's just trying to really compensate and, and make sure that he knows that she's likable. Because in her mind, that's going to make her likable. Right. And then if she it's does fear. that, then she's going to become more a part of, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's the idea of you, you just not losing yourself. And right. attachment is, or detachment, you know, whatever it is. But the attachment as a whole, when you sell yourself out, that's where the suffering comes. Do you, do you think that when you stop giving a shit, that's part of... Like we did that thing on, you know, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. That's part of not being attached. Yes. That, absolutely. It is essentially mm -hmm. part of it. It is. You know? It, and it's, it's deciphering it, um, where the line is between what to give a fuck about. Right. The healthy things and the things that bog you down, weigh you down, and are just like static and all those thirds that we've talked about in mm -hmm. your life that you really don't need. Oh, and I wonder too you know, like we, we go back to this relationship thing, right? Cause we all agree that I, I would even rather be in a relationship too. I, honestly, I'm not ready now, but uh -huh. I would rather be at some point, you know sure. what I mean? When I find the person or whatever. Um, cause that person will be fun. 
and my my excitement and my life doesn't come from another person it's they just might enhance it right right but my happiness doesn't come from that my joy doesn't come from that my joy is from within and that's i guess like the habit you're forming when you're by yourself sure right sure so we go back to that relation that you know example of this relationship what's the answer do you think do you think it's like you go to counseling as a couple the answer here and there the like answer, do you think that might be like a counseling what? night what am i missing the answer to not losing your identity because because i think everybody loses their identity oh. somewhat in a long-term relationship I, th I think it's um finding that balance like you know do you do you have a couple of evenings a week or something or one night a week where you do something on your own or with friends because some people are just like 24 7. You know, they do everything. They go to the grocery store together. They do this together. They like are just constant. And then they have the kids. And then when they lose themselves. And then they and they just have they have no um, quiet time. They have no mental space. Or if like they go off into the other room, they're like, hey, I'm gonna go, you know, work on my computer, do whatever. And then the other person comes in, like, what are you doing? Right. You know that kind of a thing. It's it's that that's losing yourself. You know, and and you're an individual first, and you have to be a healthy. Um, mentally healthy, um, self-loving, confident, strong individual to be that mentally healthy, confident, strong partner. Mm -hmm. And you have to show up as a healthy partner in order to have a healthy partner because you can't have one without the other, you know? Right. So then, so then, okay, then let's talk about the preemptive piece of it. Would you suggest that before couples get married, they would like work on them, like go get a counselor or, cause you know, some churches do that. And I, I think that's a good thing. Like they do like a marriage counsel yeah, thing or uh -huh, something. I did it. I think that's cool. Yeah. And, and it's, it's almost to like a line, like to make sure you have alignment in different areas of your life. That's such a cool idea Yeah. to really, really break Absolutely. it down and have somebody else like be, Hey, you know, Hey, you know, here's, here's what you're saying. And here's what you're saying. Do you understand what they're saying? Like, do you right. realize that, you know, there might be something here or maybe you need to work on this first or that first or mm -hmm. whatever. But then also continue that process. Like, how come we don't can you? How come we only go to counseling when there's a fucking problem? Right. How come we don't go to counseling to like make our life better? Mm -hmm. Right. It's you're like, in a relationship and you have kids and everything's wonderful and blissful and you're like, meh, everything's cool. Sure. But it's until not always, it's not. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like um, I think if people did it did things like that, you know, at the early on in a relationship or um, you know before marriage, because a lot of people don't get married now, um, it, it's like preventive maintenance on a vehicle. You know? Yeah, you're doing, yeah, absolutely. And you're working out your mind and your relationship. There's nothing wrong with it. There's everything right with it. And right. it's a self-discovery process. It's a we discovery, really. And, and here's the funny thing, too. So say, say you, um, anybody right now listening to the show in any relationship, they're like, yeah, let's go to a counselor mm -hmm. together. Who mm -hmm. would say no? Like if somebody's like, nah, I'm people, out. A lot of people. That would be a huge red flag for me. I think a lot of men in particular don't buy into the concept of, um, couples oh. therapy. I'm not going to say I disagree, but I know that that number no, is true. growing way, way more. Yeah, because because I think what what I've heard is they identify that as I'm a failure. And right. I'm going to walk into a room and I'm going to have not only my partner, but I'm going to have this other person pointing to me and telling me I'm a failure. And that's very much tied to ego. And uh, maybe it's different if it's, if it's um, you know, that preventive maintenance idea right. where it's like, hey, you know what, I think it'd be great if we do this, if, you know, as, as we start off our, you know, before we get married or whatever. Um, so that's um, non-threatening mm -hmm. and a whole different idea. But I think in general, when it's time for therapy, 
men see it as a threat and they see it as a threat to their ego. Because they're attached to the outcome or the fantasy. That's they're why. worried about the outcome. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. They're worried that the truth might come out and you're fucked. Right. Here's something you, you touched on, and I don't know why it made me think of this, but you know like if you have trauma in your life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. doesn't you have to be a first responder or in the military, there's trauma in your life. Mm-hmm. Like say something happens to your partner and they go to counseling for that event or whatever. You know what the funny thing is, is we always forget about the family. Like who counsels the family to be like, hey man, let's make sure that this person that we love is okay. Yeah. And that we can support them. And that maybe they might not want to talk about it. Maybe they want to go do their thing or work out three times a day or whatever. But those would be red flags, right? Like just to be able to support somebody. Like, hey, here's how you support. Mm -hmm. And and here's what that looks like. And hey, what do you need, honey? Right. Like how can I support you through this? Mm -hmm. Like those types of things, those don't happen. Like we don't have the tools to do that. Right. And it's so powerful because you always think like, oh, something happens to this person and then they go to counseling and everything's cool. But it's actually not Mm -hmm. because as they're processing the trauma, they're affecting everybody in their world. Right, right. Well, and what's funny, I I mean, it's not funny, but as you say that, all I'm thinking of is that that attachment there is that everyone is attached to um, everything staying the same. Mm -hmm. And and as soon as that trauma is introduced, then it's fear, it's, you know, all the habits are changing, everything's changing Mm -hmm. in the house, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so... Nobody knows what to do when those things change. Yeah. Or like if somebody cheats. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, is that a deal breaker or not? Like, you know that ahead of time. So say it Mm -hmm. and deal with it. Mm -hmm. But don't try to hide it. Don't lie about it. Don't. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not really going to get over it, then don't get over it. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to get back together with your spouse or your partner, your boyfriend or girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and you're then don't fucking get back. You know what I mean? If you don't want to, don't do it. You know, And that's that truth piece. That's that like you know, being attached to the outcome and all those things and and lying and all that. But like, if you really, really break that down, what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. it changes everything. It It really does. It does. Right. And then you can tell the truth and you can really say how you feel like, Hey dude, that was a deal breaker for me. I'm so sorry. Cause you're not attached to the outcome. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like think of how much that would save as far as like pain in the ass factor and all that. kind of. Well, you're not attached to in, in that case, it's like you've, it takes an incident, I think, sometimes for someone to realize that their attachment is is misaligned. It needs to be to themselves, right, and to their own happiness. Yeah. But all along, it's been maybe they've been so attached to to the idea of the other person or the idea of the dysfunctional relationship that you know staying together for the kids or because their friends are all together and they want to have you know, couples to do things with Mm -hmm. people stay together for a lot of reasons, which isn't a bad thing because you know, who am I to judge who people are? Right. 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 Um, and I'm sure they're judging me because I'm, you know, I'm divorced and whatever, but But who cares? Who cares? But when people get to that place where, um, they're together for the wrong reason and they stay beyond the point of happiness and success in that relationship, and sell themselves out, then, you know, there's no chance for self-love and mm-hmm. they aren't going to have a chance for happiness. Right. Agreed. That's pretty crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that, it's that attachment. I think when you say that, you know, that attachment is the root of all suffering, mm-hmm. if you think about pain or like the relationship or a job or a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or right. kids or whatever, like you're attached to it, mm-hmm. like that's, that's a rough spot. And it's so hard not to be. Right. Like, how can you not be attached to, like, 
normality, right? Because every, I mean, I don't think anybody's like, woohoo, let's get some big changes. No. Because it sucks, not. right? Because yeah. you have to grow and do your thing. Yeah. But that it is, it's so true about that. You know, right. you, you really, really got to fucking check yourself right. a lot. And that takes work. A big red flag when I, that I hear a lot is something like, oh, she makes me so happy. He makes me so happy. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Let's dig into this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. because. It, or they did this or they did that. Well, what did you do? Yeah. Or, or it's like, you know, I, if you're talking about a relationship, I'm having so much fun. It's so much fun. Okay. That's. That's this. I'm, you know, that's what the experience mm-hmm. is. But when that person makes me happy, that's something tough. to think about. There's you your know, attachment. Here's a, here's the other thing too. We make such a habit, and I, you know, we'll cut this. We're running out of studio time here, but um, I do. I want. I want to say everybody's always like so rah 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 in the beginning of a relationship because there's no work. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you have to work to have a great relationship with somebody, you're like fuck this. Yeah, you're experimenting in the beginning. <laughs> right exploring it's, and like, it's bullshit it's like going into a dark place <laughs> yeah. with a flashlight yeah and going ooh, that's cool <laughs> yeah right <laughs> the honeymoon phase and then you're like oh fuck that blows let's look over here yeah you know what you're i like, mean like there's a spider ah we'll go yeah over here. yeah yeah it's fun it's just so crazy because you get attached to the outcome of like oh this might be my person yeah right yeah i, kn- I, I mean i've done it yeah I still, I still honestly, sometimes like I'll fantasize about like, I'll meet somebody new and be like, oh, this person's really cool. Mm. Oh my gosh. They're, oh, we have so much fun together. And da, 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 and I wonder what it'd be like. And did it, you know what I mean? And you make this fancy and you're like, wait a second, motherfucker. Like take it minute by minute, day by day mm-hmm. and see how it goes. But there's no, there's no, cause it's so easy to make this fantasy so that your outcome matches what, you know what I'm saying? Like you make shit up in your fucking head. And I, but you can't do that because then you're attached to the outcome. Exactly. And I catch myself now, right? So now I'm, I'm you know what? I might date somebody 46, maybe. Well, after, all the, after all the discussion you know, that we had in the studio. You still putting it out maybe. there. And then maybe next week I might go to 47. Well, you know maybe. Just flip the page of the menu. Yep. See what's on see there. See what else is there. Check the pop. Fuck. I check, might even go the other way. Check the popular I might even do section. 30. I don't know. I told you. Yeah, fuck it. You never know. I know. Different I know, I things on the dessert menu, dude. So and we don't want to make this about me. So with that is detaching <laughs> from your your expectations and your own self-judgment. No, it is. You're, it's actually right, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't be attached to the outcome. Then know. who fucking cares? You never know. I know. You never know. Everybody, thanks for watching our uh, our banter, our, our discussions banter here on The is. Mental Knot. Yep. Scott Framler and Shelly Netco. Or Shelly Netco and Scott Framler, we should say. <laughs> right? We'll flip it up here and okay. there. Flip it around. Anyways, everybody, thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Have a great day.